Welcome to the Spirit School of Ministry podcast, where we discuss discipleship in your everyday life. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Pastor David here with Pastor Liz Hello. and Hello. Pastor Bob Wilk. Yes. I'm so glad you guys could be here. I'm very content in our situation that we have. Are you? Yeah. In all wow. circumstances, but especially this circumstance. Wow. I'm pretty content, too. I'm feeling like I may fall asleep during this. Yeah. Well, go ahead. If you, if you I think Liz to. wants to close her eyes and go I into would. the I'll Netherlands. Just, Tonight, we're, just, today we're talking about continents, right? No, contentment. Okay. Wow. So we're talking about contentment. Like the different continents of the world or <laughs> yeah. like, you know, different yeah, countries? I think or, so. Okay. That would, that would be a good place to start. Um, what are we talking about? When I say contentment, it's like it could have a weird connotation in the world, but what does it mean in a biblical sense? If I was to say contentment. Go ahead, Pastor Bob. Bible. I'm very content to listen to you. You're very content to listen to me. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be one of those podcasts. Uh, Well, content, I believe, uh, brings a sort of an inner uh, peace. Mm. And I would even say an inner strength that's um, separated. I can't say it's forever, but separated at least in those moments from uh, which those moments could be extended, I suppose. But uh, separated from uh, anxiety, weird, you know, being uh, worried, mm-hmm. fear, uh, all the bad stuff. Because yeah. I mean, when you think about what's the opposite of a contentment, it's a lot of bad stuff. It's not a right. lot of good stuff going on with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I would say that uh, it's that it's the it, and it's a strength also. I believe it's kind of a weird thing. I want to think of when you say contentment to me, I think a strength and a steadiness. Like, okay. That's yeah. good. That's good. What do you think, Liz? What's a, what's biblical contentment? I think um, contentment has a lot to do with satisfaction, the satisfaction of your soul mm-hmm. um, in whatever circumstances. And we know that biblical contentment, doesn't depend on circumstances. It depends on um, the Lord and what he has for you. So it's the whole, you know, like he satisfies my soul. Mm -hmm. That's what I think of with contentment. Yeah. I think this is a really important subject just because Mm -hmm. there's one of the main struggles we have, I think is discontentment and just, there's something that you want that you don't have, or even a need that's not being met and you're, you're discontent. And I think that leads to to so many things um, that bring detriment to our life. And like Pastor Bob was saying, there's fear and anxiety and, um, you know, just even you could at the most extreme level, you could even blaspheme God and be just ungrateful for, for how he's treated you. So I do, I love what you said that it's a strength. It's well, a strength yeah. of our character. And I also believe that there's a, um, with, when you're not content, mm. there's a, like a continual uh, striving that mm. happens in you where there's, um, there's no uh, settledness. You know what I'm saying? You just strive. You're always like. Mm-hmm. Now I believe in being motivated, right? Right. I, mean, I think motivation's a good thing. I think it's good to have a vision for the future. I think it's good to press into those things. You know, I press to the mark. You know, all mm-hmm. that's great. But I don't think that has to be done in strife in your yeah. soul. I think it can be done in uh, in a in a peace and a calm calmness. And I don't mean that when I say those, I'm not talking emotional. Because you could be um, in the middle of a pretty traumatic emotional thing and still be content right. that God's God's in it. He's taking care of right. your life or the life of the thing that could be bringing uh, strife into your life or worry or uh, anxiety, wanting to achieve things that, 
you know, um, maybe God didn't destine you to have, and yet you feel like you're pushing, you have to get that. And I think a lot of contentment is really locked into comparing ourselves to somebody else. I think that's when we start to step out of being content pretty quickly. We're Mm -hmm. like, oh, oh, well, if I could be, you know, like you and I, David, we want to be like Pastor Liz. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, it would be awesome, Mm -hmm. you know. I'd be a better, I'd be a, I'd definitely be a better singer. We'll say yeah. That yeah. Oh. And I, I could do more with my hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, That's good. But it's like, yeah. Oh no, I mean, I, it's true. Cause like what you're saying is that it doesn't depend on circumstance and the base scripture that we have is in Philippians four where Paul's in prison and he says, I learned in whatever state I'm in to be content. I know how to be in want and I know how right. to abound. The secret is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so it's our connection with God that brings contentment. Mm-hmm. It's, it's what we think about how God's treating us that makes us content. Right. If No matter what your situation was, how good it was, if you thought God wasn't treating you well, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be content. You know, And if you're in the worst state possible, but you knew who God was to you, you knew who Christ was, you could find contentment in that. Um, and that kind of brings me to my next question is, is this any different from maybe the world's idea of being happy? Like Christian strives for contentment. The world wants to be happy. Is there a difference in those other than what we said about circumstance? Anything? I'm just throwing it out here if, you, if there's any other um, Yeah, I mean, differences. I think the world, the world um, goal of happiness is really um, an emotional state, and which is very fleeting, <laughs> and it's very yeah. self centered Mm -hmm. where contentment is very God centered. Um, so I think that those things are directly opposite. I think Mm -hmm. happiness, um, comes and goes. Um, but contentment is something that's solid and it's sure and it, and it does remain. Um, but it really has to do with not, um, it really has to do, I think with, um, like accepting the sovereignty of the Lord Mm. and trusting his character and trusting that whatever he is giving you actually is the best thing for you in that Mm. time. And so there's joy to be found in it. Um, but I think the world's goal of being happy, um, I think is just like a, it's a, a dream. It's a vapor, you know, really, I think, I think, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, when we talk happy in the world, I always associate it with a couple of things. One's a very emotional thing because mm-hmm. it's fleeting. It comes and goes, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second thing is I believe it's based a lot on uh, stuff, <laughs> like just stuff. Like oh, if I had that stuff, I'll be happy. And the, and and thinking, well, that's will bring me contentment. But the stuff goes away. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Bible lets you know the world passes away and everything about it's going to pass away ultimately. Uh, but he won't. And actually, when we're in him and we have a new spirit, heart that's after him, we won't actually pass away. We will, uh, if we if we passed, we would transition into his presence. Right. Uh, if we're here when he returns, we'll tra- we'll be changed yes. in this. And so there's a contentment there that isn't based on stuff. It's based on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas in happiness is if I just have these things and all of those things that people tend to want in the, if we're talking about world things and things are not bad. I don't think mm-hmm. having stuff is evil or bad. I think they're good things come from God. You know, I think good things come from God. But um, if your whole basis of your contentment 
is turned is actually this you know you turn it into this happiness idea you the stuff can go away like that just like that it's just gone mm -hmm. and uh, and then what so everything was relying you get more stuff you get more stuff everything was relying <laughs> or you need well the other part of the stuff contentment or the happiness contentment is you always need more mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how much you have because somebody it, because this goes back to that comparing thing somebody else has more mm -hmm. and so wow maybe i should just have more as opposed to when you have god you have everything yeah so you could be rich and still be discontent absolutely mm -hmm. uh, matter of fact i think that there's a really good chance that in if you don't know how to steward rich riches you'll be uh you won't be content yeah it's matter of fact i think in in that state even with stuff you might have that fleeting happiness thing because you got stuff but you won't be content right it won't be there it won't be part of your soul yeah now okay so i hear contentment right but isn't that kind of the same as settling you know, shouldn't I want everything that God has for me? If something bad's going on, I shouldn't just accept that, right? I should fast for 40 days and I should pray. And where's the balance here? Like, where's the difference between contentment and like laziness? Do you get what I'm saying? Is this the same as settling? If I'm that's being a, content. That's a hard question. I'm going to let Pastor Liz answer that one. That's a tough one. <laughs> I, yeah, I do think that, um, uh, well, I don't want to say this. Um, it is a hard question. Content no. <laughs> well, I just think, yeah, contentment is something that is possible in every circumstance, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what Paul is saying. Like, yeah. this is something that's possible because of Christ, because Christ lived that out and he can live it out through mm -hmm. you. Um, as far as um, settling or becoming lazy, um, I do think sometimes people are like, oh, I'm just content with this. And meanwhile, it's not what God has purpose for them yes. at all. Right. Yeah. And so it's really, again, it goes back to, um, is the, is the, the center of it you or is the center of it the Lord? <laughs> and so is it, you mm -hmm. are walking in everything that he has purpose for you at that time, mm -hmm. or is it, you have decided what is good enough for you. So if it comes down to the Lord, that's the key to contentment because you can understand, okay, he's, he's asking me to do this, massive thing that seems like it's too much for me but because he said it i'm gonna step into it and do it my heart can be find rest in that or yeah. i'm in this place in my life where things seem really strained i don't i feel like i'm lacking i feel like things are not um from the out from the outside looking that great but mm. i trust the hand of god on my life and i trust that this is actually his best for me right now yes and so i can rest in that and trust that Whatever it is that he's doing in my life, it's good because he's doing it. Mm -hmm. And I do think that every believer needs to find that place where they are completely content in what God has and yet completely believing for um, the fullness of his promises, which yeah. is a weird like line to walk, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're, if what you're saying is true and I think it is, if you, if you had the opposite perspective, you can never be content until you had a glorified body in heaven. Right. Living your best life. Right. Like you would never experience contentment. It's the weird, it's the weird tension of like the now and not yet. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like the kingdom is here mm -hmm. and it's coming. Yeah. And it's the same thing I think with contentment. Like there's a, a full and complete contentment we can have and we should have 
right now and then also yet this hope of what is to come yeah you know and those things aren't that's yeah i would say other. in answer to your question i don't believe contentment and settling have anything to do with each other mm -hmm. i don't believe that i think they're actually completely totally different things mm -hmm. they're not the same and so you can like i said i think if you substitute settling for contentment you'll actually really be not content in that process. Mm -hmm. You will cool. never be satisfied. It's kind of interesting that word settled. It's, it has so many uh -huh. meanings in English. So like, yes. cause you said contentment brings a settled mind and that's yes. positive. Mm -hmm. But then there, there is a bad settling of like, well, I guess it's good enough. There's right. nothing better for me. Right. Like, like David said, there's nothing right. better for me than to go to the land of the Philistines. Cause Saul's going to kill right. me one of these days. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of settling for a bad lot in life or whatever. Right. Um, but there is a good settling, like, right. for example, settling the promised land. When you went into the promised land as an Israelite, you were supposed to settle there because that's where God had called you to be. You, right. if, if nobody ever settles ever, no one ever establishes the kingdom. I think there's a significant know? difference <laughs> in the Bible in when that word is used. Yeah. And one of them is this settling back versus right. settling on. Right. Or settling Ooh, wow. in, right? That's, cool. That's so tweetable. Yes, or settling exable. Is it X yeah. now? Yeah. It's X now. Yes. It's execrable. Settling okay. into the promised land, right. right? You know, settling on the Lord is that's one thing. Settling back, you know, He takes no pleasure in those. You know, like go backward and mm -hmm. those that settle on their lees for the old Ooh. King James people, yeah. uh, right? All of that is not a good thing. Like it's because <laughs> that's settling a back. So. It, that settling is actually uh, positionally is away from God mm -hmm. rather than into him. So yeah. the contentment, I believe, is actually leaning into him, yes. right? Mm -hmm. yeah. It's finding contentment in him. Yeah. Uh, if you know if people visually, it would be like uh, leaning onto his chest, the contentment of, okay, we're here. Yeah. We're good. We're safe. Or maybe we're not safe physically, <laughs> but we're safe because we're Relationally, with him. Relationally, yeah. with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like I said, it's not so much the outward uh, things that that affect that situation. Mm -hmm. It's more God how and where we're positioned with Him. I, I think that's that that's so sense. powerful. Yeah, thank you for for that too. Like settling on rather than settling in something. Yeah, settling on God. I also wanted to just highlight what Liz said a while back because I, I thought it was really important that it ha this has a lot to do contentment with accepting God's sovereignty and whatever he has sent into your life, even if it's a trial, Hey, this is what's good for me right now yeah. and trusting him, mm -hmm. right? Setting, settling on God, like who he is for you. Um, so this is some good thoughts. I'm learning. I'm learning here. It's also, good. I don't think that content necessarily means you're totally happy <laughs> with a, uh, bad situation or a serious situation, which you could be going in and through with God. Yeah. Right. But it's not, I'm just happy about that. Like God would be like, really? I don't think you should be That's happy insanity, with this. Yeah. That's insanity, right? <laughs> yeah, but he's like, but you're still focused on me. You're still right. leaning into me. You're still going with me in the middle of this thing. If it's a trial in, of your faith or a trial in your life or or a good thing, mm -hmm. you know, when riches increase, don't depend on them, right? <laughs> don't settle your heart on don't them. Don't settle your heart on them, exactly. And so, you know, so, or, you know, if, if poverty happens, don't settle in there Yeah, because that's not who you are. Right. 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 Yeah. And so, I don't know. Yeah. We can do all things in him who strengthens yeah. us. It's our mind yeah. is set on him. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, but, okay. Let me ask a question. So there's this great life of contentment and you're fulfilled even going through tough times. Does God really want that for us? 
Does God want us to be content? Doesn't he want us to just like hurt the whole time? And, I don't know. This is not going to make for let a me, lot let of me ask conversation her, in a podcast. Let me ask yes. her from a religious perspective. Right? Does, does God really want us to be content? Like what's his heart towards, towards his people on this? Well, I mean, if we take what Paul said about in everything, give thanks, because that's the will of God. Uh, contentment, I believe, is somehow completely bound to thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, yeah, right. It's yeah. not it, they. I don't know that you can be content without being thankful. Right. I mean, I, I don't know how the two work. I mean, maybe they could. So I, I haven't figured that one know. out. Yeah. But <laughs> so I think if if we're supposed to be giving thanks and everything, you know, then yes, mm-hmm. the answer yes. is yes. Okay. I don't mm-hmm. know. Did I answer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God mm-hmm. wants us to be content. That mm-hmm. is his yeah. his will for us is to be content right. in every situation because. It, he is the satisfier. He is yeah. the one. He wants to be the one that that fills every longing in our life. Yeah. And I think it's really the realization that all of these things that we strive after, they are not the reward. He is the reward. And if he is the reward in everything, then we can be we can be content. It's yeah. like that. I believe that is his desire. Is in you know in like in difficulty, you know, when you walk through the deep waters, I'm with you. Like when you're in the fire, I'm with you. It's right. like yeah. all of those things you can find contentment because it's in him. He's yeah. the strong tower, right? He's the place of safety. He's the friend that's closer than a brother. Like he's, he's the one, um, that wants to, he wants to satisfy our souls. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. Like, I think sometimes we get this mentality of like, well, God just wants me to live a difficult life and somehow mm-hmm. that's pleasing to him. And yes, there is suffering and there's hardship, but in the middle of that, you find fellowship with him, Yeah, amen. right? There's fellowship in the sufferings. There is nothing he's um, planned for you to go through that he does not want to be intimately with you in it mm-hmm. and satisfy your soul in it and heal you in it and comfort you in it and give you joy and peace and righteousness in it. That's the kingdom of God. Yeah. So I think it's for us, it's like getting past, um, which is actually the, the, um, the gift of, of trials, the gift of, of challenges is that it strips away your dependency mm-hmm. on other things. Yeah. And you be, you realize like, I actually just need him. Yeah. That's actually all I really need. And, and as long as I have him, anything else can come and go. Will it be hard? Will I have to struggle with it? Yes. Will there be faith challenges? Sure. Will there be things that are physically difficult? Sure. But, or great, you know, and I, and, but in the middle of that, I have learned that he is the satisfier of my soul. He is the one thing that will always remain. Yeah. I think that's so good. I love it because it, you know, like you're speaking to through the fire and through the water, Mm -hmm. maybe even through the ice cream shop, because I don't think it's only, no trial. I mean, trials come in a lot of you know trials of 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 uh, riches, trials of all sorts of. If you're lactose yes. intolerant, the ice cream yeah, it's a, shop could be a real could be a trial. Ice cream shop's a real problem. You won't be content there. Right. No, it's, it's not afterwards. afterwards. <laughs> it's not afterwards. But, you but you're right. It is. Can you are you yes. content in him even when you have everything else? Right. When you have the world available to you. And so the deal is, mm-hmm. what do you? Who? Where's your heart? Yes. Finding it's a content. Where are you resting on? Where are you focused on? Yeah. Because that's just the stuff. Yeah. The stuff comes and goes. Mm-hmm. Trials come and go. Mm-hmm. Uh, good things come and go. But he still remains. Yeah. And so how we, you know, how we are content in him is what we're talking about here. Uh, because all the other things they will go away. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like yeah. they will, and they won't be lasting. And that's the issue. I think they become a distraction or, um, unfortunately, for a, lo a lot of times for us, a possibility. We think of it as a, mm -hmm. uh, an alternative, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Like, oh, it's a, we'll just do that. And I'm, uh, like I said, we substitute the happy part in there and we're like, we're okay with this. Mm -hmm. And regardless, no matter what, no matter what state you find yourself in, if you're still leaning into him, you will be content. And those things, they may increase. By the way, this can happen in really good stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Can happen in your ministry, mm -hmm. can happen in things that you're helping people with and being very, you know, uh, you know, just great and giving to the poor. And oh yeah. But you can your if your contentment's just there, like, oh, I can just give my body to, you know, be burned, or I can, you know, like give all but, my goods to the poor. Right. Without Everything love and God. not and just not and not be content in him. We are really that we're off. We're still missing it, and right. it's amazing well, you can miss yeah, it that I mean, easily. Contentment's something you can miss easily. I love what you guys are saying about that because it's really about that God satisfies the weary soul, and mm -hmm. we have to find our satisfaction in Him. And if you're poor and you're lacking things, that's going to be tough to do. Mm -hmm. But like Liz said, if you have the whole world available to you, it might even be harder. Mm -hmm. And God warned the Israelites before they entered Canaan. Hey, when you prosper, don't forget the Lord, right. your God. Right. Don't don't forget who fed you with manna. Don't forget who's with you and um, who satisfies you in the morning with his steadfast love that you may rejoice and be glad yeah. all, all your days. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I, I think you have to believe that about God. Well, you what about, the, about him. you know, the parable of, you know, the story, I'd like to say, of the rich young ruler, like, you know, he, <laughs> well, he could, you know, it's harder for him to enter into, you know, into that place into the kingdom, by the way. When you're entering into the kingdom, you're actually entering into the king, okay. <laughs> right? That's where you're leaning into. Right. And it, and he was pulling, he was doing the stuff. He had all the right stuff, including some pretty cool uh, religious stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. great religious stuff. Things that every, from, the, from an outward point of view, it'd be like, this guy's got it happening. His life yeah. was very well balanced. It was very good. It was very good, except that he is, Contentment was on his stuff. Yes. And and God was inviting him into the king. And he, you know, yeah. whoa, wait. And who knows, you know, I, I believe, I actually believe in that. If he had said, okay, he would have got that and more. Yeah. Like just a hundredfold, you know, hundred right? And so it's just amazing because that, and so, but it, the contentment cannot be resting on those things, which is right. so, like I said, and they can be good things. That's the part that mm -hmm. can fool us. And they can be bad things. A lot yeah. of times people yeah. settle for sicknesses. Mm -hmm. They're content in their sickness. Right. The, as a matter of fact, they even will identify with their sickness. Mm -hmm. This is who I am. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not just what's affecting me or, you know, mm -hmm. it's who I am. And that they then become, they settle into it. Well, that's the than, fine line, right? right. right. You it could is. be content with the sickness or you can be ten, content in God within the sickness. Right. right. That's what real contentment is. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. There is that. And I, I remember there was a time in my life when I was really dealing with the physical issue. Um, and I had to, I was like, am I supposed to just like accept this? Like, okay, mm -hmm. Lord, like I believe that your hand is on my mm -hmm. life and am I supposed to just accept this from you or am I supposed to fight for healing? You know, like, am I supposed to press into this? Yeah. And what I learned is that it, you actually can do both of those things mm -hmm. 
and completely rest in it at the same time. Like, okay, yeah. Lord, I I trust that your hand is on my life. Yeah. Uh, this is not, I don't accept anything from the enemy in my life, but I'm trusting that your hand is on my life. And I'm also completely believing for healing yeah. and completely believing that you're a healer and that you will heal. And, and you can have rest in that process. It doesn't have to mm -hmm. be a, a, you know, a, a, uh, what am I trying to say? Like an anxious thing. It doesn't have no. to be that at all, mm. but that is a place that we can, you can actually find that in any situation yeah. in your life, understanding and resting and being content in what God has allocated to you for that time. And yet still completely mm -hmm. believing for the promises that he paid for. Yeah. I mean, go back to Paul in the prison. Like he's, he's praying to get out. That's, <laughs> that's recorded in the Bible. He says, pray for me that I could get out, mm. right. you know, so I could go to Spain and all this. And, but yet he's content right. in that. And so right. um, I think you're saying some great stuff that people should go back and listen to if they, <laughs> if they struggle with that. So this makes discontentment, like if contentment's God's will, then discontentment, well, whose will is that? The opposite of God, right? Yeah. There's, it's a sin to, to be discontent. And like sometimes I don't, we don't accept that. We mm -hmm. don't, we don't repent from it because it's just, there's so many things in the world that just like confirm us in our discontentment mm -hmm. and actually like advertising stirs up our discontentment oh, totally. a lot in the culture stirs it up. Totally. Mm -hmm. Um, so but yeah, <laughs> what do you guys think? Like what, what are more roots? Like I mentioned a few, but could, do you guys have any thoughts about some roots of discontentment opposite of what we're talking about? Yeah. Well, Pastor Bob's mentioned a few times the comparison thing. Oh, that's a, that's good, a killer. Good one, yeah. I mean, and that's like social media is like the <laughs> the breeding ground for that, right? Because uh. you're seeing everyone's life, their vacations, their beautiful family, and now everyone's like decorating mm. for you know Christmas. Oh, you know, yeah. all that they like. Oh, I have mm -hmm. this in my house, and this. <laughs> I have this shape ice cube. You know, it's like yeah, all the ridiculous things that are out there, <laughs> and like you're like, oh, my fridge is all organized, all these things, and mm -hmm. you know, anyway, this pops up in my feed, but it's like. You're like, what kind of life am I living? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you I know. know? Like, <laughs> Not a very good one. I'm right? just <laughs> so that, I think that is just like, that's a breeding ground for discontentment right there. <laughs> I wouldn't be content if I were you either. Then. <laughs> yeah. Pastor Bob, what are some thoughts you have on roots of discontentment? Roots uh, of bitterness. Yes. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Oh, I mean, come yeah, on. Right. I mean, you know, God does, he put right. it together that for us good. pretty easy. I like, like <laughs> what he gives us, like, this is the way it really works. Uh -huh. And so any one of those things will make you not have contentment in your life. Mm -hmm. They'll, you know, there's, and this is why, I mean, this is why, uh, I believe this is why uh, some really serious stuff happens in the uh, two people of God. Uh, pornography mm. Mm. because there's always somebody much more beautiful right and much more attractive or much more whatever whatever you, and so there's a lust that goes on there mm -hmm. and it's and then there's a uh, you're unsatisfied with who you have if you happen to be married it, um you know the uh, lust uh, you know uh, for uh, 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 prominence, importance, yes, right, um, yeah. voice, uh, place, significance, uh, significance likes, mm -hmm. like everybody out there. You need to follow us. You need to like this, yeah, like it's and like, share. It's like subscribe. I actually, I, honestly, I don't care if you like us or follow us. You should listen once in a while. You might learn something, but I don't really care. <laughs> you know, it's like it's, it's on. It's on you. You know, just figure it out yourself. Don't follow us. Don't follow us. Unfollow. <laughs> no, we don't want that. 
that? Okay. No, don't, don't listen to Pastor Bob. <laughs> okay. I just went off on a discontent <laughs> yeah, you did. place. I was, That's okay. I was discontent with these people. <laughs> that, was, that was the zeal of God. Oh, the zeal of God. I'm going to say one thing that I hear, and I hear this a lot in the church, is this phrase. Well, I should be... Uh, this far along by now I should be um, in this type of position by now I should be in uh, I should have this type of relationship with God by now I should have this Mm -hmm. type of ministry by now and like that should be or should have phrase it's like you really need to ask Mm -hmm. who's saying that like who what voice is that that's saying that to you right it's like it goes all the way back to Eve like oh well we should have Mm-hmm. The same knowledge that God, you know, it's like, well, what voice is telling you that? What voice is telling you like, oh, you should have this position by now. You should be further yeah. along than you are right now. You shouldn't be dealing with the same things that you are right now. Like that voice right mm-hmm. there uh, will just poison every piece of contentment in your life because it will. it's like this taskmaster that comes and like, well, you, you can't be content because you're not good enough to be content. Right? That's your, you, uh, <laughs> you haven't achieved yet so to be content. Yeah. You look at that person, they've been in the Lord, you know, less time than you, and they're already doing this. What's wrong with you? You can't be content. Well, I think the real trouble with all that is in that being discontent, you will pull back from the things you're supposed to be doing now. Like the things that are already yours Mm -hmm. to possess, if you will, the things that are already yours to to apprehend and enjoy, and you will pull back. Discontentment, it's the dis part, right? (laughs) Now you either get to be content or discontent. You can't be in the middle. There's no like, I'm uh, waiting for content. No, (laughs) No, either you're going backward or you're going in. You're you're, you're never in between. And the like I said, this is a serious thing Mm -hmm. because it happens naturally, soulishly, spiritually, every level. People, you know, they're, they're discontent with where their work, let's say. So- well, God's not providing, uh, you know, the way I think he should be. Um, and so, I, you know, or I, I do more than I'm paid for, so I'm just going to pull back. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that'll get you going really far in work. Right. <laughs> they'll that'll get, they'll want to promote you. No, mm-hmm. it should be, you know, a, go put yourself into it. Everything we do uh, it, it, mentally, you know, if you're discontent with what you know, like you were saying, oh, I should know that, you know, then mm-hmm. what happens with most people is a settle and don't, do anything yeah. else. Right. They pull back yeah. expecting something from heaven. Well, th- this, is, this is where I think our distinction is really helpful for people because, <clears throat> for example, like you're in a terrible job situation, let's say. Right. You can't just be happy about that. It's not a happy situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can be content in God. You can do it unto the Lord. It'll still be difficult, but that can deliver somebody if they're like, wow, contentment and satisfaction is still available to me, not right. dependent on anything outside me. And that'll cut the root of discontent. Well, I think what it'll do also, if you're content in that, even if you're not being paid enough for what you do, Mm -hmm. even if they're not being recognized for what you do, Mm -hmm. if you take your hand off the plow and pull back spiritually and physically and naturally and in a job, uh, who's, I mean, the next, I say, just go get some resumes together and go someplace else, but (laughs) go strong to the end. Don't be backing up while you're in there because if you came to me for a job, you know, wanting a job and like, I go, so what are you doing now? Well, I'm working. I hate the place I'm at. I can't stand anything about it. And I'm not really working really hard there because they're not paying me enough. I'm like, and I stole these next, (laughs) (laughs) I stole these pens, every paperclip in the entire office. No, I'd be like, uh, yeah, but go away. I don't, why would I want that person's problem in my office? Why would I want that? What, it doesn't make sense. And so, and it's the same thing 
Okay, now we're going to get nasty. Churches. People leave <laughs> churches because they're discontent. Mm -hmm. Yeah? And then they bring their discontent or their bitterness to the next place. To the next place and park it there. But not and if it's a good church. No, if it's a good church, it never happens because their yeah. music is better, their preacher's oh. a lot better. You know, they yeah. just they have a better situation, they have a better, you know, sit, you know, child, uh, you know, ministry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Guess what? It's the all satisfying it, yes. local church. Your dis <laughs> yeah. your discontentment is the first thing that arrives. <laughs> it's not the last. And it's the thing that resides. It's the thing that when you leave, the smell of discontentment stays. Ooh. Oh, come on. Okay. Come on. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, surely goodness and mercy or the smell of discontentment oh, well. will follow you all <laughs> yes. the days of your life. It's yes. true. Yeah. It's really true. I mean, I, I know we're joking. About, I'm serious about this. Yeah. Like, that what it does, discontentment, this bitterness that wrecks everything around it. It right. draws everything around it down. And, yeah. you know, guess what? There are things that in, you are in a place, whether it's a workplace, a church place, or there's things that are not right. All right. So, and you should be able to speak that. You should be able to speak it in the right place, in the right conditions, the people who are mature enough to understand in that, right in the right way with honor mm -hmm. and dignity. And not just so you can get your way, because your way might not be right either. That's a whole nother mm. thing. And so you'd be like, <laughs> I'm in it for God and yeah. for his church. I'm not in it just for me to be happy with the music, the preaching, the babysitting, the, you know, uh, the seat they gave me, you know, you know, the air conditioning in the place or the lack <laughs> of it. I say, go to Africa, right? Pastor David, see how many air-conditioned churches you get there. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be really content there, and you'll really like the preaching. <laughs> you actually will like the preaching a lot more. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, I was just going to say, like, those roots of discontentment and the voice that Liz mentioned, yeah. that's the voice of your old daddy, oh. your father, the oh. devil, right? Like, Because our dads teach us how to think. Yeah. He's taught us a long time ago to be discontent because he's discontent. He's a mumbler, grumbler, hater accuser of God, never happy with anything. Mm -hmm. And he's built in our minds strongholds of how we think. He doesn't even have to tell us things anymore. We just think it that way mm -hmm. on our own now. Mm -hmm. And so we go around thinking like the devil and hoping to love people like Jesus. That's just, it's never going to happen. So right. we, the, the antidote to all these roots of discontent that pastor Bob, you know, you rightfully identified those from first John two, the lust of the eyes, mm -hmm. the lust of the flesh the pride of life, mm -hmm. the antidote in that hunk of scripture is the love of the father. Right. Because if anyone loves the world, those things Pastor Bob mentioned, right. the love of the father is not in him. Right. right. And the love of the father will cast out the love of those things and it'll satisfy you when you don't have those things. Right. Um, but you must think like that. You have yeah. to think like your new dad, your adoptive right. dad, adoptive. who actually right. cares about you. And yeah. that is the key, is the is the sonship component. Because mm -hmm. when you really understand, I have a good father, he does not withhold any good thing from me, mm. right? And he determines what is good. That's so good. Right? Mm -hmm. Then it's like the question always comes back to, is this where you want me? Right? Okay, we're talking about a job situation. Right. Right? It may be a terrible, <laughs> you may be working with terrible people or terrible pay. You know, the you shouldn't say this on a podcast <laughs> with the two people you work Listen, with. Listen, I okay. work in a place. Right, right. <laughs> you could have said this to us privately. You're going to be this discontent. You could be with total idiots. Could have, could have left, and you have to do all the work. That's right. Right. You could have done, left an anonymous letter. Between two ferns, between two fools. <laughs> no, but here, but seriously, the question is, okay, Lord, this, this, this is happening. Is this where you want me? 
right? And if the answer is yes, then you can begin to find, until that answer is questioned, uh, until that question is answered. Oh yeah, that's what we do. Until that question is answered though, you will not be able to find contentment because everything is up in the air at that point. Until you have like the, okay, is this the church you want me in? Okay, yes it is. This is your will for my life. Let me figure out why I'm here. I'm going to trust you that I'm here because everything you give me is good. You wouldn't mm, tell me wow. to be somewhere just to um, to kill me off. Like if there's something that you're supposed to do in my life or that I can bring, like God has a good purpose in this thing. And so I think yeah. the first question in any situation has to be, God, is this is this your hand in my life? Is this where you want me to be? And then from there you can begin to settle into contentment. But I think a lot of times people don't even, they don't even ask like, is this, you know, where, where do you want me, God? Is this where you want me to be? And without that being answered, you will never be able to find contentment. I think also we're kind of sometimes a little chicken as, uh, as Christians, because actually I think by Holy spirit, you stumbled into until this, this question is, uh, or answer is questioned (laughs) because sometimes people give answers to things that should be questioned. Yeah. Discontentment should be questioned. Yeah. And if it's not, they take a person, we all will take that as the answer. See, we're right. And if we don't have people brave enough around us who love us enough, they're not doing it for their own benefit, their own exaltation. They're doing it because they love you and they go, you know what? <laughs> your, your answer, I'm questioning your answer right now because it's wrong because it's uh, you're discontent in it. Like, is yeah. this the right way to go about? And yeah. I think a lot of people don't do that for people. And what happens is people live in discontentment and it has this eroding effect on their lives. Yeah. And a little at a time, man, the light goes out. Yes. <laughs> it's just like they're sucked down under and they're just, they're you know, they're in this miserable state mm-hmm. ultimately mm-hmm. because they have no contentment, no satisfaction in who they are where they're positioned and who they're positioned in. Yeah. And why you're doing it. I mean, Jesus endured the cross because he knew, he knew why there was a joy set before him, right? He understood there's purpose in this. I'm not just here just trying to figure this out and like trying to make myself content. Mm -hmm. He understood there was a plan of God in, in all of the hardship, but there was a joy on the other Mm -hmm. side, you know? And so I think there's a, a key to like, okay, why, you know, God, I don't want to just be wandering through my life. I want to understand that, mm-hmm. that you're guiding everything that I'm doing. And I can go through a lot of things if I understand that you're in it. That was interesting what you said. Like, I don't want to wander through my life being discontent mm-hmm. because that's the book of numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Like the Israelites are just wandering, wandering because they're mumblers. They're, they're grumblers. Mm-hmm. They, they say that sentence you mentioned earlier where, it's like the Lord brought us out in the wilderness to kill us because there's not enough graves in Egypt. Mm. Right. They say that, right. you know, and it's that sort of mockery that comes into your tone. And again, it's like the devil because you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know why I'm here. I don't know what yeah. the point could possibly be. Right. Why did God stick me here? I'm right. mad that he did it. Right. And Apparently it's like, he's cruel. Psh, you're spinning, right? right? And yeah. you obsess mm-hmm. over that and you think even more strongly that way. Mm-hmm. And that's why, that's why the Lord's like, don't grumble. Like you're not grumbling against a man or a workplace or a church. You're grumbling against the Lord. Well, he's the one that cares about you. Absolutely (laughs) right. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. And I think that wandering is a very interesting thing. Like the word tells us they that wander, 
remain in the congregation of the dead. Yeah, they're, yeah. Not, they're dying. They're not living. They're not moving into him. They're not leaning into oh, him. That's a good God. reference. Yeah, they're just yeah. like, they're, they're backing up into death. Yeah. That was good. Mm. I just want a great cross-reference. Good job. Right. <laughs> should be very content be with that. Proud. Yeah. Anyway. Be very content with that. Well, let's let's get personal for a minute, if we can. Okay. Would anybody like to share a time that you may have struggled with contentment to find contentment, even as a Christian? Now, I know some people might think, "Well, you're a Christian. You need to be happy all the time, and God's good all the time, brother." Hallelujah. Right. But I think we all have times that maybe we're not so content. And I just want to put it out to you guys that maybe there's something you could share that could help someone about something yeah. that you went through. I've only experienced discontentment while a Christian. <laughs> well, well, I was don't go that dark. They have to have a little bit of hope. Well, I was yeah. well, I, when I was not saved. I was on drugs. <laughs> I didn't know what contentment or discontentment. You were dying was. and told totally I was dying. It didn't really matter. I was done, baby. <laughs> I was like, oh well, I was, this is what we got. Okay, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Drugs give you a definite. Um, illusion of contentment right false con- oh man that's what happens uh but as a christian um yeah i think when i question where i think i should be in god yeah i think that's the probably the one of the main areas i tend not to look at other people's stuff and i don't really care i like when other people have stuff it's great yeah you know because sometimes good. they give it to us Sometimes they do. Sometimes yeah. They share it they're, with us. You know, we, actually, that's the one thing when you have really good friends and stuff, they're yeah. very, they can be very generous with yeah. you, which is awesome. But I like it. I like them to be, yeah. you know, <laughs> blessed and have stuff. It's awesome. I think it's, or do things or go places. And it's great. I'm totally, so I don't get uh, discontent in that area. I don't go, oh, they're going to do that and they have this. And I don't, I, I just, I'm, it's not in me. I just don't go yeah. there. But, spiritually a lot of times i'm just like man mm-hmm. i should just I, I don't feel i feel like i'm supposed to be f- further along and maybe that's a component of discontentment when we start to measure we're comparing again like i said earlier where we think we're supposed to be versus where we are and then the balance mm-hmm. not to settle mm-hmm. right and um i think most of the time I don't know that's 100% of the time, to be honest with you, because we're being, you know, transparent here. I think a lot of the times, at least, I do lean in when I feel that. I just, I, I kind of leave it behind me and just press in. And it goes against how I feel, okay? So I'm, I don't know if that's helping somebody listening to this, but I'm not saying I just feel great about it. I don't. <laughs> but I still continue to press in there. I push my, my way into that place. I push my soul into that place. Um, maybe my spirit's dragging my soul into that place yeah. at the time. I don't really know. It's, I don't know what that happens Could first. Be. Could be that. Um, and um, so, yeah, I think that's how I handle that. But I think that's the most, um, I think that's the one I'm most concerned about for my own life is that that form of discontentment, not not believing I have, I have, I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be. And I mean, like with, um, understanding of the word, mm-hmm. um, with, um, yieldedness to the Holy spirit, those kind of things like those matter, yeah. you know, I guess they should matter. So I'm, 
they though when I start to think on those things or feel bad about that, I tend to try to just press past it, mm-hmm. get past the pain barrier. I don't know if that answered your question. Yeah, thank you. It's yeah. just like it's a rough one. This is a rough question because this is if people out there are listening and they're ta- they start to evaluate their own life. This is a serious thing you probably don't want to talk about too much on a podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay. oh. <laughs> they, they'll all be praying for me, but you know, <laughs> uh, you know, and it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, in the, in there, and if we're real about this, um, you know, I, I think the discontentment is the, um, I don't know what, the amount, the kind, the intensity of the love I have for the Lord. Sometimes I, I'm uh, not happy with. I'm not happy with that. I'm yeah. like, there should be more, right? I should be mm. more, or I want more. So I te- even then I just leave it and press in and go. I don't, you know. I really. I guess I lean on his grace at those times. That's the only thing I can say if, if that could help somebody. But it's a, sometimes a little pain barrier because you have to go past your own feelings. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he's a lot kinder to me than I am to myself. Oh yeah. <laughs> in fact, all in fact, all the time. All the time, yeah. all the time. He saved you. You would have yeah. never done that no, no, for no. you. Yeah. What about you, Liz? You ever experienced yeah. any Christian discontentment? Can we start with this today? No. <laughs> this morning? No, I, for me, this has been a really hard thing because, um, I've always been a, a very visionary person. And so I see a lot of things, um, as they can be or could be. Mm-hmm. And, um, and sometimes will, you know, as they will be, mm-hmm. uh, but it's like, I, f- I feel like a lot of my life I've lived it mentally somewhere else, like mm. somewhere in the future. And it's hard yeah. to be content in the present when you're constantly seeing where you, sh- where you should be going or where the church should be going or where, you know, the worship ministry, any of those things, like you see it, you mm-hmm. see the greatness and it's like, it's hard to be content now when you see what mm-hmm. is coming. Yeah. And so absolutely. that's been a real struggle for me. Um, and something I'm, um, I feel like I've, the Lord has taught me a lot in that area very mm-hmm. painfully, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, especially over the last few years. And over yeah. the last few years, it's been a very different struggle because it's actually been, um, having my heart in another place also. And so, um, there's been like a, you know, a good time where it was like, I felt like my heart was being torn apart because it's like, I can't, how am I supposed to be completely here when part of my heart is somewhere, somewhere else? And that was a really big struggle. And I have people, faithful friends in my life are like, uh, yeah, you need to figure this out. Cause mm-hmm. you're not here, you know, like you need to be here when you're mm-hmm. here. And, yeah. um, what I found was that rather than, um, as I began to like, just yield to the Lord, like, okay, if you wanted me there now, I would be there now. Yeah. You for want sure. me here now. And I, but you need to help me deal with this. Yeah. What I found was as I began to learn to walk at his pace and not run ahead, um, mm-hmm. he enlarged my heart where it wasn't, like feel like it was being torn into two, but now it was big enough to be completely present here. And when I'm there, (laughs) completely present there Mm. and to hold both places. 
And so that I'm very, very thankful for that. Cause I wasn't sure how much longer I could continue <laughs> the other way. <laughs> but, insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how long can because, I stay on this torture rack? Yeah. Because mean. it is, it's the double minded, you know, double minded person. <laughs> yeah. They're unstable in all of their ways. Yeah. And it's like, you can't live that way. Yeah. And so like trying to be either present and in the future, like that doesn't work. So it's like learning the mm. grace and receiving, like you were saying, receiving mm-hmm. the grace from the Lord to be completely present here. And then also believing mm-hmm. for where he is. Um, that's been a yeah. that's been a walk. That's been a journey for me. I'm still I'm still walking it out. But um, I have um, I I think grown <laughs> in this area. Tiny bit. Uh, yeah. I know. <laughs> of being able to yeah. find the peace of being completely here. Yeah, you know. And I, I, I like that term when you say uh, being present because I think yeah. that is that is a sign of contentment. I believe mm-hmm. is actually yeah. where you whatever state you find yourself in, you're mm-hmm. you're present there. You're not um, and and like I said, I like the idea of your heart's enlarged, it's expanded to be able to contain other things, mm-hmm. some things in other places, some things in other times, mm-hmm. yeah. right? To just encompass that, and I think God's. Uh, he is expanding our hearts as we grow in him to be able to handle that. I wanted to speak that to one thing when I heard you talking, and that is part of what I believe Pastor Liz is experiencing, and I know I experienced that also, and maybe someone out there is experiencing it, is if you have a prophetic inclination. Uh, I don't know if you have a prophetic mantle. That's not for me to decide. But if you're kind of prophetically inclined even, the issue with that is that Prophets tend to, um, you know, when they when the word of God comes and it's about something in the future or a vision comes about something in the future, for a prophet, it's now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they you live, it, you live in it. It's now present. So that's why I said to expand your heart, enlarge your heart, to be able to capture that, and and let it be okay that you know as a prophet you it's now for you it's not it, you see it as though it is mm-hmm. because you're actually touching into the eternal god the kingdom the, right the kingdom already, yes not yet. the i am of Liz god mentioned. you're touching into okay that's how it is and that i believe liz is is a very tough thing for it people is. prophetically inclined right because you you see it, you taste it, you're in, you're living it, you're in it. And it's just like, it's done. And it's really tough because then there's other people Mm -hmm. who have to actually walk it out or even build what you're seeing and, or, uh, you know, actually uh, bring it into uh, realization in this world. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, you've already lived there. Mm-hmm. You've already like, oh, that's, you know, it's like when I just remember when I was uh, building uh, our house a couple of years ago, because I had designed it, I had lived in it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so I lived in it for like three years before we built, it was finally built. And, but I knew, I knew how it would look and how, walking through the rooms and all that. And I believe that's a prophetic component that's very tough. And I think it, it it's a, it brings an issue with discontentment. Mm-hmm. It, does it does because it, you're, it's now. Mm-hmm. It's like now, it's, and it's a visionary thing and all that, and it's a real thing. And uh, but yet to still like, and I, I love that what you said is to have your heart expanded, enlarged, to be able to take the whole thing mm-hmm. and just walk in it and walk in every component the the future and the 
present in a presence in yeah. a in, in a present time and it's okay mm-hmm. yeah you'll be okay liz I am. <laughs> yeah yeah i think you know, there's a scripture that that i like in ecclesiastes that says there's a man that the lord has given him riches and honor and blessing but no power to enjoy them mm-hmm. wow yeah and i've always prayed like lord give me the power to enjoy the blessings you've given me um Another quote, Spurgeon said that, you know, contentment isn't what you have, it's what you enjoy. Yeah. And so, like, I, that's always been a struggle for me in discontentment, like, enjoying the little things because I I have grand visions as well, you know, like, where where things could go or visions of myself. Like, I very much resonated with Pastor Bob, like, wh- how should I be? Like, I should really be right. you know, abundant life and all this. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I just want to make sure I'm enjoying the life the Lord's the Lord's given me. You know, and um, you know that song by Switchfoot, This Is Your Life? <laughs> Are you who you want to be? Is it everything you dreamed it would be? I think for so many years I listened to that song and be like, no, it's not. God, like, when is this? But, like, it's been really cool how the Lord's been just, like, showing me, giving me the ability to enjoy what he's given me. And, like, I got a good life. You know, like, it's like you actually have a good life. You have a beautiful inheritance that the Lord's given you. Even if all you have is Christ, you have a beautiful inheritance. But look at what you have, most of you listening. Like, you have so much. Like, can you enjoy that? And, um, like, you can listen to that song by Switchfoot and be like, this is my life. This is who I want to be. This is everything I dreamed it would be, you know, just moment by moment. You can actually live that in God because like he's the one that's satisfying your soul in that. Whether you get, you know, the thing that you're like, if I just got that, I'd be happy. It's like, well, no, probably not because right. only God is going to satisfy you. Yeah. Um, I, th- I just want to plug a book, too, because there's a there's a great book. Well, on before you do that, uh, I, I need yeah. help because like yeah. Switchfoot, is that a person or is that a band? <laughs> It's persons incorpororated in a band. Okay, um, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think yeah. I explained it. I explained it well. John Foreman is the guy that sang. It. He's a great, great guy. And now, all right, um, go, go to your book. <laughs> yeah, the best spiritual growth would probably come from just listening to Switchfoot. It's oh pretty good. good um, but yeah, no, I think my my book I wanted to uh, plug is called "The Art of Divine Contentment" by Thomas Watson, and he wrote it at the end of the 1600s. And it's just as applicable today. Mm-hmm. And if you struggle in something, he, he covers like real issues too of like, how can I be content if I like had a, a real tragedy? Mm-hmm. Like I lost people like this and that. Like yeah. he really looks at all of it. Yes. Um, and a lot of what he says, you guys actually touched on uh, today. But if someone wants to do more of a deep dive on this, it, it would really be worth it because this sin of discontentment, this mindset of discontentment can really, it'll just ruin your whole experience of life. Mm-hmm. The devil will be a thief yeah. and steal the joy of your salvation away from you. Yes. Why would you give them (laughs) So um, you guys have any last thoughts? I know we don't have too much more time. I'm pretty content with this. uh, Mm -hmm. The Lord's brought us here in his sovereignty. He's good. 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 You're good. He loves you. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episode. And for more information, visit spiritschoolofministry.com.